We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. So you pray the desire, don't pray the problem. When you pray the problem, you hear the problem. The more you hear the problem, the more you believe the problem. The more you believe the problem, the more you say the problem. The more you say it, the more you believe it. The more you believe it, the more you say it. You've got a problem. Amen. Now, let's change that around and start praying the answer. If we pray what God's Word said, that God's already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness... And it's through His great and precious promises. Then we go to the promise and find out what He promised. And we speak it and pray it to God until faith comes. Now that's not vain repetition when we pray God's Word. But to just simply pray and ask God for something every morning. That means you didn't believe you received it the morning before. Are you getting what I'm saying now? It's the same as planting a seed. Now, I said, I traveled the religious road of praying for 20 years. You know, if you were to leave here and going up to New Jersey, where we're going for a meeting, and went out here and got on this turnpike and drove for 14 years and didn't get to New Jersey, wouldn't you think you was on the wrong road after a while? I mean, you ought to get suspicious after about five hours. And especially three days, you know. But 20 years and still didn't know I was on the wrong road. Now, isn't that amazing? That shows you when you get indoctrinated, what it'll do to you. It'll make you do dumb things and just do them religiously. Getting no results at all. You know, when I found out that you're supposed to pray the answer instead of the problem, I got more prayers answered in two weeks than I got answered in the previous 20 years all put together. Because I did it the way Jesus said to do it. You know, it makes a difference when you do things because Jesus said to do it. You know, we just do things sometimes and just kind of make up our own rules as we go. But when you do it the way Jesus said to do it, you're going to get some results. So whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, you believe you receive them and you shall have them. You believe you receive them when you pray, not when they come, when you pray. Now see, there's prayer of intercession. There's prayer of thanksgiving and praise. You can pray the prayer of thanksgiving and praise day in and day out. You can pray the word of God over your situation day in and day out. But don't go to God and ask him to do something. Then go back in the morning and ask him to do the same thing. That's unbelief. I mean, if you prayed twice the same way, one of them was in unbelief. Probably both of them. <laughs> so God doesn't just answer prayer. He answers the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise them up. Now, if that's true, then it looks to me like the prayer of doubt might destroy the sick. Hmm? I mean, there's the opposite end of that thing. <laughs> Some of y'all were here the other night when Billy's talking about the first three people he prayed for died. <laughs> then I was going to lay hands on folks after the service and there wasn't but four brave souls came up. <laughs> 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 
But you see, we're required to use our faith to the limit. You don't quit praying for the sick because somebody died. That didn't have a thing to do with the Word of God. You see, that didn't change God's Word. The Word said, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It's our duty to do what Jesus said. It's not up to us to try to change the Word of God. See, there's a lot of things you don't understand and we don't understand. And there's a lot of things we can't change. But there's one thing that we do have is God's word for it. And if nobody ever got healed from now on through eternity, I'm still going to lay hands on the sick. Because, see, the word hadn't changed. See, because somebody died from something, I don't care if it's in growing toenail. That didn't change the word of God. Won't change it. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, you believe you receive them. You believe you receive them, and you shall have them. Now, God's Word is out. He's not going to change that. But you see, when we fall into line with God's Word and begin to pray the way He said to pray, it changes the situation. First of all, it changes us. It gets us in a better situation. But you see, I prayed the religious road of praying for 20 years. Seldom ever got a prayer answered. Just sometimes there'd be a faith accident happen, you know. But when I found out what God said and what Jesus said and just started doing it because he said it, it makes a difference when you do things because of the word of God. Now, Jesus made some statements that people look at them and they say, well, now I just don't know about that. I just don't know about this faith business of talking to things. Well, you know, Jesus talked to the wind. He talked to the sea. He talked to trees. He talked to dead men. And they all obeyed him. And when Jesus said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, Be removed, be cast into the sea, and doubt not in his heart, believe what he says will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. It didn't make it that way just because he said it. It was already that way. That's the reason he told you about it. Just because he said it didn't make it that way. It was already that way when he told us about it. That's the reason he told us. Now, if we're smart enough to work it on the front side... You can move the mountains in your life. But if we're going to be ignorant of the word of God, as Hosea said, God's people will be destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And if we don't realize what we're doing on the backside of that mountain is just as powerful and sometimes more powerful than what you could do on the front side of it. Somebody said, well, I don't understand it, Brother Caps. I can make all these faith statements. I can just confess all the promises of God for weeks and months before I ever get anything to come to pass. But said, just let me make one negative statement. It happens overnight. Well, I can tell you why. You're more highly developed in your fears than you are your faith. The more highly developed you get in either fear or faith, the quicker the manifestation will come. So you develop yourself in it. Notice something that God says in Romans, the fourth chapter. Paul is quoting from an Old Testament scripture. And he makes this statement. Verse 17, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Now, God calls things that are not as though they were until they are. And Abraham did the same thing. Goes on and said, who against hope, talking about Abraham, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. Now, when there was no hope naturally, Abraham made a decision to believe in hope. 
There may be some of you that way here tonight. The doctors may have told you there's no hope for you medically. Or your accountant may have said there's no hope for you financially. (laughs) There's no natural hope. Well, when you don't have any natural hope, go to the Word of God and get you some supernatural hope. That's what Abraham did. When there was no hope naturally, he decided. Now listen, he decided to believe in hope. He just went back to what God said. He's 75 years old when God started talking to him about having this promised child. And if that wasn't bad enough, he was 100 before it happened. But he decided, he made a decision to believe God. Now let me tell you something. You're not going to just wake up some morning with sparklers going off in your head and just feel like believing God. You're going to have to make a decision to believe God. Based on the authority of his word. And then just do what he said to do. He against hope believed in hope. That he might become the father of many nations. Now let me carry you over here to 1 Corinthians. Let me show you that Paul again picks up on this principle. Of calling things that are not. Now you see, I was sick in body, head over heels in debt. Didn't know where to turn, doing everything religious I knew to do, and going down the tube all the time. But when I got a hold of God's Word and found just a few principles of God's Word that I could do. You know, I hear so many people on radio and television, and this was sort of the way it was when I was raised up in church. The Bible is just a bunch of stories, you know. They tell you these stories. David slew Goliath, but they never did tell me what principle he used to do it. And I thought, big deal, the giant's dead. What good's that do me? I mean, you know. <laughs> but you see, if they just taught us the principle of how he did it. David didn't even have a sword in his hand. The only sword he had was the one in his mouth. He said, I'll cut your head off your shoulders. He didn't even have a sword, except the one in his mouth. But thank God he did, didn't he? Somebody said he was the first rock and roll artist. He swung the rock and the giant roll. (laughs) Now come with me over here to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. Look at verse 27 and 28. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. And base things of the world, and things which are despised, hath God chosen, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are. Now you missed a good place to shout. God chose this method, folks. I didn't choose it until after God chose it. God chose the method of using things that are not manifest, spiritual forces that are not manifest on this earth to bring to naught and reduce to zero things that are manifest. So if you can see your problem, feel your problem, or taste your problem, you can take your faith in the Word of God and change your problem. Amen. You can reduce it to nothing Hallelujah. with the Word of God and your faith. I'm glad you could join us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, we're going to be talking about all this week how to pray scripturally. We have a CD offer number 7115. It's entitled, How to Pray Scripturally. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. You know, there's so many people that don't know how to pray scripturally. 
I heard an individual say one time, well, you know, said, I just have to pray and keep on praying. Now, some folks can just pray and believe God, but I just have to keep praying to get faith to come. No, faith doesn't come by praying. Faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. And if you're not praying the Word of God, faith is not coming. And if you're praying, Lord, if it be thy will, do this or do that, when the Word of God reveals His will, then you're not praying in faith because you have to know the will of God before you can believe God. And if you don't know what God said in His Word, how in the world could you pray the prayer of faith concerning that matter? Now, in Matthew, the sixth chapter, listen to the words of Jesus. Verse 7 says, But when ye pray, use not vain repetition as the heathen do, for they think they shall be heard for their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your heavenly Father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. Then he leads in a prayer. And if you'll notice in this prayer of Jesus, what we call the Lord's Prayer, he does not repeat anything twice. And so many people just keep praying the same prayer over and over and over. That's what Jesus was talking about. People that think they'll be heard by just keep on saying the same thing. No, you pray in faith and you'll go to sleep and rest that it's done. Thank God. That's offer number 7115, a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.